This is the Todd and Friends Podcast. I don't like to waffle on predictions. That doesn't mean I always hope I'm right. Oh, what's he going to do? Oh, come on. I'm with you. So, thank that. you. Yeah, I'm with you. Todd, I knew we would agree on something here. From the KWLM Sports Studio. With thanks to Heritage Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here's Todd Bergath. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Todd and Friends Podcast brought to you by Heritage Bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, Greg Snow sitting in for Todd Bergeth. You're going to get me all week. It's a beautiful Monday morning, a little frost in the pumpkin out there, and I had to call in the big guns today. Actually, he didn't have a, cha- a choice because we're heading to Sioux Falls for a tournament. I said, Scotty, you're going to have to stop in. We're doing radio together because Monday is usually my day with Todd. So since Todd's gone, I have to get somebody. And I brought in my good friend, Scott McDonald. Scott, good morning. How you doing? Good, G. Good, G. Ready to go. Excited to be here. Excited to kick off the golf season. Yeah. What time did you leave your house this morning? Uh, Let's see. I think there was a four at the front of it. It started with a four. That's right. So uh, I called Scotty on the way just to make sure he was up because, uh, you know, you never know this early in the morning for either of us. We're we're not yet into the golf season mode yet, although it is opening day at Eagle Creek today, by the way, Scotty. I drove by Eagle Creek on the way yes. to the studio here. Uh, yeah, it looks a little frosty. A little frosty. <laughs> there might be a little frost delay. Is that lake open? I couldn't even tell. Yep, the lake okay. is open. Okay, okay. Uh, shotgun start at noon for a girls' high school event. Nice. Hopefully that's good enough time for the frost to go away because it is a little bit chilly. But Scotty had an interesting night last night. I didn't know this. And we're partners today in a four-ball event down in Sioux Falls. Um, so this hits personally, but you went to Hamilton last night. Yes. How was Hamilton? Hamilton was amazing. Was We've it good? Been, yes. Uh, big uh, big fan of Hamilton. Uh, we were supposed to go two years ago. COVID canceled and then rescheduled for two years later. So uh, Did they not have it last year? Uh, they did not have it okay. last year. So it was it was a long wait for us. Uh, Julie had been before when it had first came through the Twin Cities, and I did not go back then. And, uh, yeah, it was it was a fun night. Well, you got home at what time did you say? Midnight? Yeah, after midnight. Uh, set the alarm for 4.45 or whatever. Uh, get up, and, uh, yeah, we're going to spend more cool. time in, the, in car. the car in the last... It's going to be 10 hours before we tee off. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that's that gets me ready for our first event of the year. Yeah, we are recording at 6 a.m. here, and Scotty and I got to be into Sioux Falls before 10 o'clock because we have a 10 o'clock shotgun start ourselves, then a little section, a Dakota chapter meeting. Uh, Scotty, you are the two-time defending yeah, player Dakota of the year. chapter player yes. of the year. Yeah. Starts so. today. These There's some points today. Yeah, we got to help you get some points as you were second on the player Couple of the years year ago. standings two years but ago. Last year, this event was canceled as we were trying to get over to, to what Baker Crossing, I believe, was where it was supposed to be last year. Yes, but the weather kind of uh, got in the way. It's supposed to be a beautiful day for us, fifty-five degrees. Don't feel too bad out there, those no. of you who are listening. We are done with our round of golf by the time this airs, and we probably had a great day. And Scotty only yelled at me a couple times. Mm-hmm. Scotty, I also had a late night, but it was my own infliction. Uh, I. I don't know why, but the T-Wolves keep drawing me in, and I don't want them to. I'm okay with the season ending. I know you're a big T-Wolves fan. Have you been following the series much? Yes. The last two games, uh, coincidentally, I've been in the vehicle uh, listening to Alan Horton. That's my boy. I'm interviewing him tomorrow. He's on our Todd and Friends tomorrow. Really? Yeah, every Tuesday, Alan Horton. So 
Keep going. Yeah, no, it was uh, – I listened uh, to game three, which, you know, as we all know, was a must win, and we did not win. So we go down 3 nothing, uh, And then last night, uh, listened, uh, we were down six in the third when I picked it up. And, yeah, obviously played great coming in and got the win. And what, uh, go back to Denver now for game five? We go back to Denver, but uh, I'm going to backtrack. We we had a little a little mishap in there. We were up 12 with 2:40 to go. Oh, really? Yeah, and uh, Jokic hit a three. Michael Porter hit back to back threes. Jokic hit a turnaround J, and then Jokic got fouled with 20 some seconds left, which was a whatever, a whatever call. My wife texts me. She goes, "Phantom call." He only made one of two. Went to overtime. Really? Yeah. So it was a sad. I I said to Leanne, I go. I'm okay. Let's just end it. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. I mean, Michael Porter hit two tough threes. Didn't even hit the rim. I mean, they were nylon. Um, Jamal Murray was bad down the stretch for the first time all series, and it looked like they were okay with losing so they could just go back home and win it. But at the end of the day, Scotty, um, I didn't know how to feel about it. I, I, are you okay with the season ending, or do you want to see them put up a fight? Um, the I'm okay with it ending, but the... Uh sports fan in me is like hey let's see how long we can ride this out and any playoff reps are good especially for ant and the younger players obviously but uh yeah it's this season's been such a mess it ended so poorly you know with everything um you know punching walls and punching our team and uh and, and and you know but um no it looked like it well from what i could pick up on the radio on the way home that it sounded like ant was solid again oh yeah he was great yeah the last two games you know been making big strides because essentially that's why we're down right because he didn't show up the first two games yeah no i didn't have a i didn't introduce you very you know well enough but scott is uh scott's a top player in our section former pro at minnewaska golf club lives up in alexandria uh did a nice stint down at summerby uh, then went back up to Alexandria. So he's not too far away this morning, but the, the long trip to Sioux Falls. But Scotty's a golf pro. Scotty uh, runs, how do you say it? part owner of Ripstick Golf, correct? Yes, yeah, Ripstick Golf. I'm the CEO of the company, so I run uh, the day-to-day operations and handle our logistics and growth and distribution. And, um, yeah, so it's uh, – Keeps a, you busy. Yeah, it keeps me busy. Obviously, I'm still in golf, but uh, not behind the counter like you. No. Uh, kicking out the shotguns. Some of us still like that counter stuff, but you uh, you went to the salesman technique, and you're a good salesman, so it's probably a perfect fit for you. So Scotty and I have also a connection. We go, our I think our only ever basketball, I don't even remember how it all went down. I think we were at a section board meeting, and somebody said, hey, we got extra tickets. Do you guys want to go to game 82? Yep. Denver versus yeah, the T-Wolves. Denver, yes. And it was a win and get in, lose and go home game. This was back before the play-in. Correct. So this was your one of the top eight seeds. And, of course, our boy Jimmy Butler was on the team, yep. who I hate, by the way. Just yep. uh, I don't know if you know that. I think I've, I've oh, said, yes. shared that. Yep. But uh, Jimmy Butler... Um, yeah, that old squad, and we were at Game 82, Scott, together. Was that one of the most exciting? Uh, what year was that? Was that 2019? Yeah, I, was that... Um, or was ma- it 18? Um, I should have I looked this up. I forgot that was the last time and the only time I think we went... What else did we do that day? Did we go to Fogo that's that right, day? That's right, buddy. Was that before or after the heart attack? I 
do you tell me what you remember of the game? Because I want to look that up. I can't remember if it was pre or post. I would think that it was. I would have had the heart attack after that, and maybe that was the start of it. All that stuff. Yeah. All Let's the, find out. All the all the meat sweats and all that. Um. Yeah. We went to Fogo. We went with our uh, tournament director at the time, Vincent yep. Bachteller. Yep. And uh, we had a good time and went. Uh, if I remember correctly, our seats were oh. up in the nosebleed, but we didn't go there. We got those sweet seats that, uh, you know, kind of sit around the bar area. Remember, we were just on the lower rim and sat in those seats for the whole game, I believe. I, I'm reading here that it was 2018. Okay. So it would have been pre-heart attack. So well, I've, I'm sorry. I have not been to Fogo, Fogo de Chao since. Well. Let's see if I'm seeing this right. Uh, no, that isn't it, because Zach Levine was on the team. Yeah. Mm. Okay, I should do some more research, but we uh, who did we get to meet that night? We met an icon, Chris Long. Uh, Chris Long of uh, yeah. KSTP was there. I, guess, I still get the picture that pops up because yeah. uh, he was hanging out. Um, obviously, the local news was covering it because it was, it was a big game. It was a playing game, essentially. Yep. Um, and It was yeah, a play-in game, a, Scotty. Yeah, it was I a mean, play-in it, game. It wasn't a play-in as we know it today, but it was a win or go home. Yes. Or win or move on, lose and go home. Yes. And it was the most... And we we stood in the mezzanine. We cheated our seats. Yes. Instead of going up into the nosebleed, we stood in the mezzanine. And you were like, we can just stand here. And I'm like, no, we can't, Scotty. And you were like, yes, we can. And we did. We stood the whole game. And the seats were great. And the atmosphere was awesome. Uh, I went, I was fortunate enough to, well, fortunate or unfortunate enough to go to, I think, game three last year against memphis oh. when we had the multiple 20 point leads and lost yes you went to that game yes and the atmosphere was great when it was good uh because we had won game one remember and uh we kind of had them on the ropes go up to one who knows what happens and uh but the atmosphere for that denver play-in game and then the memphis game two best atmospheres i've been a part of at target center all right, so we've established that you're a Wolves guy, so you are allowed to answer this question. I don't like to ask this to people who don't follow the Wolves. Yeah. Does does the Rudy Gobert thing give you any reason for hope in the future? No matter what happens this year, I'm kind of writing off the end of this year. Does it? He's got three years left on the deal. Where do you stand with this whole, the makeup of the Timberwolves? Well, it's... Um... I mean, after last year in that Memphis series, you see life and you see a team that's obviously got some fight in it and uh, we're on the doorstep. I think if you let things transpire with the pieces you got in place, uh, we're a better team this year. Instead, we uh, try to make a move, and uh, which you can't blame a team for trying to make a move. You know that you're close to being a contender, but... It uh, it's probably going to go down in history as a trade that's as bad as the Herschel Walker deal. We've been hearing that a lot, and I don't want to hear that out of your voice. Um, do you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, for the long term, I mean, Rudy played, obviously he's a little over the hill. He is. He's injury plagued this year. Um, we still don't, I mean, it's a very small sample size because it's, I don't even think it's, 35 games that him and Carl and Ant have played together, so we don't really know, but the signs are not good when all three are 
in the lineup, right? Yeah, it's like me snap hooking my driver today. You're going to say, no, we don't want any of those smothered <laughs> brothers today. You're on my team. Usually I'm like, well. You'd be like, well, it's a small sample size. It's early in the year. We don't really know if that's what G's going to do, except for the fact that there's some history. Yes, yes. So we're going to try not to do any of those today. Okay, Scotty, are you following the wild? I know you're a hockey nut. You you watch all the high school hockey, or does it kind of end there? Um, Now that it's in the playoffs, like obviously – it's tough because you've got two teams in the playoffs, and uh, they I'm, play the same n- night every. So far, all four games they played the same day. Yes. So did they? Did they win last night? They lost. So it's two 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 going back to Dallas. <sighs> that is not good. I know. I would have loved to see the script flipped. I would have been okay with the Wolves getting swept and the Wild go up three one. But we just don't win game four. It's just in the history of the Wild, we just haven't had it, and. We were down 2-0, and um, there, the, the offense was not good. Uh, Dallas's goaltender, he's from St. Paul. He's a local kid. He starts with an O. I should catch his name, but he was stellar. Okay. He wasn't good. He was yep. stellar. So I'm not so mad about it because the Wild had some chances, and he just stopped them. So, again, it feels like we're still in control of this series, but obviously people are going to think Dallas is because it's, they got two home games left, and we only got one home game yeah. left. But I do think in hockey it's minimal. The, uh, the home versus, it's really, uh, you, you know, you get to make the last substitution when you're at home. So that's the one advantage. But it seems to be that the road teams win a lot in hockey. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, playoff hockey, what's the old, I mean, you can ride a, a hot goalie all the way to the Stanley Cup finals. Like, that's what it's, if you've got a, a, a good goaltender who's hot standing on his head, that's usually a pretty... I mean, you're not going to win a cup without a good goalie. So, um, so are you saying you didn't like the flower move the other night when they put him in? What happened? So game two, they they put flower in, but last year he was our number one goaltender, you yep, know, because yep. we traded for him to bring over. But Gustafson has been a lot better than him yep. recently. So they went with Gustafson again last night. So Gustafson's got three starts. Flower is one. It's two two. I don't know what Dean's going to do. I think he's going to stick with Gustafson, but to your point of when you're flopping back and forth, it's tough. And last night's game was not on Gustafson. That was our offense got shut out by a better goaltender. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, the goalie committee in the playoffs is a tricky thing. Tricky. I never liked when, uh, obviously, I watch a fair amount of, Go for hockey. Uh, obviously, a heartbreak season this year. Oh man! Well, Faber, yeah, from the Gophers yep. is now up on the Wild. He's yep. playing great. Yeah. So yep. yeah, that was a heartbreak ending. Scotty is a alumni of the U- University of Minnesota, so he bleeds everything Gophers, and uh, yeah, so he follows that probably even closer than the Wild. Yeah. Go ahead, it, continue. No, Sorry. no, it was, uh, but. Yeah, I've, I never liked those years where you're going back and forth and, oh, this is our guy for gopher hockey. This is our guy on Saturday, Friday night, and this is our guy on Sunday night. Like, uh, it's traditionally that hasn't been a lot, but there's certainly been seasons where it's like that. So, yeah. All right, Scotty, let's move on to uh, a little bit of golf. Uh, yep, that would yep. make more sense since we are golf guys. Yep. Todd and I love talking golf on this program, as many of our listeners know. So, Zurich Classic is, I, I love what we're playing today. I love pro pro events. I love team events. I love match play things. I love all that. Zurich does nothing for me. Zero. Yep. 
absolutely nada. I couldn't get into it at all. Obviously, with the Wild and the T-Wolves in the playoffs, it was easy to stick with them rather than go to Zurich. But even Saturday, when I had nothing going on, I could have watched more Zurich. And that's, you know, again, they do a team format. It's what many guys on the PGA Tour are clamoring for. And then you get great stories like Fitzpatrick and Fitzpatrick. Yep. You know, him and the brothers. Does that format, does it, did you end up watching? Does it do anything for you? I, I just, I couldn't get into it. The only reason I, I didn't watch a lick of it, my son Charlie, who's six, is obsessed with anything sports right now, and he was watching it and giving me updates, and I was kind of following along. He on was my gi- phone. your six-year-old. Yeah, he was giving me updates, but I had it on my phone. Like The only reason I was following it is because I had Siwoo Kim and uh, Fantasy. Oh, okay, but, you, you uh, play some fantasy stuff, yeah, sure. I, I mean, when you look at the leaderboard, the only like premier team was Xander and Cantlay, which finished tied for fourth, and then Nick Hardy, who I don't even know who he is. Does he have a tour card? Uh, I don't know, but he ro- must have rode Davis Riley's coattails. But, uh, yeah, it was. I know that uh, it was fu- the only fun thing I saw was you get these interesting teams like Keith Mitchell and Sanjay M, who I, I don't know that Sanjay speaks much English, right. and Keith's about as Southern and, uh, you know. <laughs> so, hillbilly? Yeah. You want to use Hillbilly yeah. if you can? But uh, so it was, it, you get those interesting pairings, and then you get the Fitzpatrick pairing, but as a whole, it just doesn't move the needle for me. I agree. It's just so hard. And again, because they made the RBC an elevated event. I, I think it's going to be hard for them to field because now you go Masters, RBC, then this. And how far away are we from the PGA Championship, Scotty? Are we two weeks or three weeks? You uh, should know because you're heading down right now to try to qualify yeah, well, next this later this week. I think we're uh, it would be three or four weeks from now. It, okay. I think the first round is like May 19th. Okay, so so Scotty, um, let's move back to local golf. Scott McDonald here, he qualified uh, from our section championship uh, to go down and play in the national PGA championship down in, help me out again? Albuquerque, Twin Warriors Golf Club and Santa Ana Golf Club. So we have eight or nine going from the Minnesota ten. section. So we have ten, the largest field ever. That's right, we had the yeah. extra with Jeff Sorensen. And then, yeah, so anyways, how this works is that us local PGA pros, all 41 sections, but us locally in Minnesota, uh, we get a good fair amount of people that get to to go down to this because we have large participation in our section. Well, it was at Minnewaska, Scotty's home course, and he's like, this is my year. Finished runner-up in that event, Mm -hmm. and uh, and now is going to go try to qualify. And and now, Scotty, for everybody listening, you got to finish what to move on to the PGA Championship? Top 20 go to the PGA Championship. Out of 300? 312. I think the largest professional tournament uh, there is. 312, two golf courses. Yes. Cut after... 72, no, a cut after 36 and 54, right? Yeah, top 90 make the 36-hole cut, top 70 make the 54-hole cut. Oh, my. So tell me about your goals. Do you have any goals in there? My goals are just to play one hole at a time, not get carried away. I've played the two times I've played in the event. uh, I've been under par the first round um, and didn't play so well the second round and missed the cut both times, so... Uh, just uh, stay in the moment, one shot at a time, see where the chips fall, and obviously hopefully make the cut and have a chance. And, uh, yeah, but uh, 
expectations or just go out there and have some fun and see what happens? Okay, two things, Scotty, because I know some of my listeners know a lot of the golf pros in the Minnesota section, and I know you probably know at least eight of the ten, maybe can rattle all ten off in your head. Give me everybody who's going, and how do we follow you via the website? Yeah, so uh, the, the event's called the PGA Professional Championship, so you just search Google search that, and you'll you'll find it online. Uh, the 10 people going are John Rigstead, um, myself, Jeff Sorensen, Brent Snyder, um, Thomas Campbell, Corey Johnson, George Smith, um, Johnny Schwaller, Andy Smith, and... Uh, one more. And who is the last one? That's pretty good, though, Scotty, that you got nine of the 10. Brent, oh, you already said Brent. Yep. I can't think of it myself. No, no. Um, yeah, I've got okay, nine. Nine is 10. pretty good. All right. Well, thank you, Scotty. Thanks for coming in, even though I forced you to do it. Appreciate having you on today. Yeah, thanks, G. Going to be fun today we're, playing some golf. We're going to have a blast. That's Scott McDonald. I'm Greg Snow sitting in for Todd Brigeth on today's Todd and Friends podcast, brought to you by Heritage Bank, member FDIC. Hope you all have a wonderful Monday. Talk to you soon. Watch for future episodes of the Todd and Friends podcast at kwlm.com or on the air here at KWLM, 1340 AM and 96.3 FM.